episode of BWO. I'm here with my boy Chris Tucker and Zeb Weaver. We're going to talk about this week uh, baby mama drama and daddy uh, and to explain that like when people break up put their kids in the middle blaming this and that on each other. Everybody sees where we're going with that so we'll talk about that and then um, shoot I'm using my train of thought. Well all uh, Facebook, we'll get on that where men or women, you know, being married or with somebody, they hit up people's DMs. And like Zeb said the other day, he talked about how his wife gets hit up all the time from just strange guys trying to hook up. So we'll talk about that. And then, yeah, we'll just, we'll stick to that. We'll go with that. And guys, I guess we'll start out with. Which one do you want to start out with first? I guess we'll go with the DMs because to me that can lead into the baby mama drama because then people will split up. <laughs> so, Zeb, we'll start with you because you said your wife gets a whole bunch and she shows them to you. Like oh, 20 dudes a day. She shuts the DMs down. She gets friend requests. Like, there's, there's no DMs. <laughs> if there was DMs, oh, well, there'd be a problem. Well, either or. What's the what's the difference? Yeah, well, yeah. That's that's the thing. Well, the friend requests, they don't get accepted. She mm. just shows it to me. Well, yeah, I forget okay. we were talking about what brought it up, but she showed me all those friend oh. requests, and it's all dudes that want to we hook talking, up. We we were just talking about shopping at grocery stores and stuff, and it came up somehow. You know, one thing leads <laughs> to another. <laughs> but yeah it's it's just funny it we're talking about how social media it's it's like the devil because it's so tempting to people i i guess like it's all like a dating service almost people take advantage of it i guess and just hit people up out of nowhere you know especially women or men do it and I, it was funny i asked my wife last night Nikki, I said, well, how many, many times has you been hit up? And she's just like, I don't. I just get hit on in public. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, show me your phone. <laughs> but it's like, Chris, do you have that problem? Because, you know, you're you're a pretty attractive guy to women or men hit you up. Sometimes, but I'm single, so I don't have that issue. Yeah. You're good. Friend request. I don't think there's anything good. wrong with friend request. That's just somebody wanting to reach out and be your friend. I think the issue comes when somebody that you know tries to reach out and hit on your girl or the guy, 
and they mm. already know that person. Now, to me, that's that's a little more personal. If somebody doesn't even know the other person, nah, that's just being natural. You know, that's what people do. But I think the issue comes when it's actually somebody be like, oh, you know who hit me up today or sent me a friend request or even like, you know, slid into the DM trying to do this and that. And the sneaky yeah. stuff behind people's backs. But it's not that it's not like people that aren't married and, and with somebody don't do it either. But those mm-hmm. are the people that I, to me shouldn't even be in a relationship. If you're doing that now, you're too grown for that. I mean, for young people, I get it. They're still young. So they don't really mm-hmm. know what they want. But when you get older and you're doing that, then you might as well hang your relationship up and trying to be all sneaky and stuff. Mm-hmm. It eventually gets played out. And that's what I was yeah. telling you all the other day on the Zoom. Like, I'm too grown. So if I'm in a relationship, I'm that's what I'm in. And I'm not going to be like, oh, I love somebody or I'm with them and then still out there trying to mess with other people. Especially because if that happens, you can guarantee it's going to happen back to you. Especially as a man, you can go outside and you might not get a get a girl the entire day, but don't think a woman can't go out there and get a guy. They get a million of them. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. Go ahead, people, people, they try to pump their gas for them and shit, man. That, that's, it, it gets old. You got to mm-hmm. stay on your A-game or you'll have some scrub sliding in. Pump their gas? Why Why they got to be a scrub, Zeb? Come on now. Well, <laughs> that's somebody that sits in the passenger side of their best friend's ride. <laughs> <laughs> Here, here's the thing. Like, I, I know people... And I won't, I won't put them on blast, but they, they cheat all the time. And then when a girl does that to them, when they're the ones that get cheated on, they cry and they're talking about how she's fake and all kinds of shit. But they got no problem when they're the ones doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. If, if you can't take if you can't take it, don't dish it out. I, I don't want to hear about it. Mm. And the thing is, like, I'll say. You know, me and Nikki have had like we've been together what fifteen years, like a long time, and we've had our issues like any couple has had. You know, and I've done dumb shit. I admit, I've hit up women. You know, like when we've went through our problems, we've been—I wouldn't say separated, but you know, I've left a few times and everything. You know, and I never judge anybody. Like people go through problems, you know, different reasons and whatever. And, you know, and ultimately, you know, she's the one I want to be with. And it's not that I've cheated on her, but I mean, it's still, I guess, a form of cheating. But and I mean, I'm just being transparent. I'm opening up, you know, and, you know, I've done dumb shit before. And but ultimately, you know, I come back to Nikki, you know, and I'll open up and say that. So. You know, I just do dumb shit, especially, you know, when I used to drink a lot, you know, just do dumb shit and guy or women do the same shit. You know, so I won't put it like Zeb. I'm not going to put anybody on blast because it's what we talk about, like human nature. You know what I mean? And it's like people can't control themselves because we're all animals. And it's like what we talk about. Oh, you can look, but don't touch. You know what I mean? Like, oh, everybody can admit a woman is attractive or a woman can say a man's attractive, but all right, but don't act on it. You know what I mean? Cause you're with that one person. Like Chris said, you know, just, it's control yourself. And if nobody's and looking a, at, if nobody as a man is looking at your woman or as a woman, nobody's looking at your man, I would say then as just an, epi- as an appearance and physical nature, 
you probably need to step your game up unless you really just don't care because they're not attractive like that. Like most people would get looked at or hit on when sometimes they'll be like, oh, breaking their neck to look at somebody and people get mad. Why are you looking at my girl? <laughs> if nobody's looking at your girl, then you should have an issue. If somebody's just mm. looking at your girl, not actually act like you said, acting on it and doing anything, that's that's a compliment. That means your girl looks really good. Like she's fine. Yeah. But if nobody's mm. looking and they just go down the street and never even turn their neck or look at your girl, well, you you would uh, Cardi B say that regular degular. You just got a regular old girl, regular <laughs> old guy. But yeah. you you should feel good, and and it should be a little bit what uh, I guess flattering if somebody's looking at your girl or trying to slide in the DM, especially if they don't know them. My issue hey. is. If, if I'm trying to slide in the DM and hit on Nikki, like, oh, you know, that ain't really my BWO guy, man. Like, you know, he don't got to know. Like, people do shit like that, but th- those aren't really your people, man. And and uh, if a girl yeah. if a girl g- gives in to that guy that easily, or vice versa, if the guy gives in to the girl, guess what? They're not the other persons to begin with. And hey, Chris, that's what I was going to into a houseway or a husband. <laughs> it goes both ways. I hope you be a husband. Yeah, and a houseway. And, don't do it. And- and Chris, I was gonna add on to that. That's one thing I have never done. Like you say, if you're my boy, like your your girl's off limits. Period. That's like code. You know, you don't mess with your boy's girl. Like, you know what I mean? There's that, too many like other family. people out there in the world. Too many. Yeah. Women. Why you gotta Why you gotta try to do that? Like, you, there's a million women. If that's all you have to try to do is get at your so-called boy or your friend's girl, now that ain't it. And that ain't your boy in the first place. And and that's just, you know, that's selfish. And that's got a whole lot of just it's ignorant. Yeah. And, ha- and how many people we know that's done that shit? I mean, <laughs> I, I don't keep no one I, around me either to do that. I mean, I can't say I've never done it when I was 19, 20 years old. But as you get older, you realize, like, that's just stupid. Oh, God. Yeah. I mean, when we were teenagers and stuff, like. We it's didn't care back then. Yeah, back then we we're like, oh, who cares? Whatever. We were just having fun, I guess. When, but when you're when you're young, you're a player. But when you yeah. get older, like in your forties, <laughs> it's not a player. It's a home record. There's a home record. Yeah. Bro. Like those kids look at you like yeah. public enemy number one. That you broke their mm-hmm. parents up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're exactly right. Yep. People don't think about what that shit does for their kids. Because they're so selfish and worried about getting laid, but that that can send the kid down the wrong path. Just having the and and that leads right into our other topic. Zeb, there you go, baby and baby mama and daddy drama with breakups and everything else. Yeah, you guys can talk about all that because I I don't have any uh, baby mamas. And I'm I not a big daddy. You can you can chime in with your jokes, you know. Where's Wuka at? He'd been good to have on here. He's, He's out there it. with one of his baby mommies. <laughs> but but my whole thing is well, what I've witnessed is you know, you got, I mean, I'm just gonna call it how it is. You got moms out here who want to blame the dad. Blast them on social media. You know, they're not taking care of their kids. You know, your son, your daughter, blah, blah, blah. Yet people see firsthand, here you are getting your hair and nails done every week. Your damn kids are running around. Hair ain't cut. Holy jeans. You know, same clothes every day. Yet 
look look at you. You out every weekend at the club looking all good, but yet you blaming the dad. He ain't paying child support and doing all this and that. And everybody know in town who the one is in the wrong. But I'm not just blaming the women. It can be on the dad, too. So it goes both ways. And everybody bickering back and forth. So it's just stop blaming each other. And the whole thing is because, like you said, Chris, it affects the kids. Because, of course, you know they're sitting there talking shit to the kids. Like, your dad's a worthless piece of shit. Or your mom's worthless. And then, you know. Sometimes it's probably the kids are taking sides because basically they're just trying to win the kids over to hate their dad or mom. It's like, just, you have to co-parent. You know, work, just work together. All right, you all didn't get along. You broke up, whatever. But you still have to do what's best for your kids. That's right. That's what I got to say. That, that's a higher calling yeah. than your personal shit. Taking care of kids is more yeah, important you, than you. You have to be mature enough and just be like, all right, submit. Like, all right, I just have to do what's best for my kids. It's like, all right, I'm married, right? You, it's the same thing. You have to, you still have to co-parent. You have to work together as a team. It's like when you're together, do you want to fight in front of your kids, argue, do all this and that? So, all right, if you separate or if I get a divorce, whatever, just you still do the same thing. You're just not living together. Like, don't sit there and talk shit about them in front of your kids. Uh, just do the same thing, but you're not living together. Yeah. But people can't be grown up enough and mature enough to do that. Got to blast them on Facebook. And, to, you know, because we see it because we're friends with people or acquaint, and you see it all the time. They, <laughs> they, try to, they try to use their kids as weapons. Look, yeah, I, know, I know about a lady that she, she was trying to keep her daughter. Like she wasn't letting the dad, she wouldn't let the dad pick up her daughter. His mm. daughter. So finally, he came by the house to get his daughter, and she was outside. The daughter was outside, and she was like, "I'm gonna call the police and tell them you beat her up." And she was like, "You're gonna tell the police. You, you're gonna tell the police, Daddy hit you, right in front of his face." Jeez, see that? That's just the shit I'm talking. Like, kids can be a weapon of destruction, and it and it goes both ways. Like, yeah, some yeah. they go to the extreme. Most of the time, it's it's always women you hear about doing that because they get custody by default. Mm-hmm. Like, if you break up, your kids stay with Nikki. If me and Betty break up, she gets the kids by default in Virginia. Oh, yeah, Unless it's the state of Virginia. felonies and they're drug addicts, they're going to get the kids. Yeah, and a lot of the times, it's, it's just hard for a father, period, to get their custody of their kids like you said even if a mom's a user or something or it's hard as hell oh, she, she pretty much got to go to prison yeah, yeah pretty yeah because i know some dads who got good jobs and heads on straight and then the kids are with their mom they ain't got a job living off the city you know using and the kids are still with the mom somehow <laughs> it and just don't make no sense up here that have full custody of their children and the women don't. And they've had them since they were babies. One is yeah. my boy Dream. One is Wuka. Wuka's had his firstborn daughter his entire life and raised her yeah. on his own and with the help of his mother as well sometimes. But it's not easy regardless. And women deal with it all the time. So some men get do get lucky and get blessed to have the, the custody of the child. But I think if there's nothing as far as like 
needing mental help or physical help as the woman, then the woman should have the the rights to the children as long as they're mentally stable. Because even though kids need their dad, man, they definitely need their mom. Yeah, and Chris, I'm not just calling out women. You know, I do know. I know because three three dads off the top of my head, they do have custody of their kids. So, like I, I keep saying, it goes both ways. There's dead now, beat moms. Well, we know that just because we're dead beat dads. I'm just yeah, saying, I do know guys that raise their children from day one and all the way. And regardless of what's mm-hmm. going on with the mother of their children, those guys take full custody every day. And they'd be like, I got to go or I can't do this and that because they're being good fathers. And that, and I love it. Oh, yeah. And, you know, and I coach, you go, everybody knows that and you guys. And, of you, course, I see a lot. You, you mean you're out there with a the team? Well, but. What I'm getting at is me being a coach, I see a lot because there's a lot of single moms. There's a lot of that. You know, there we know this. The divorce rate and is high. It's always been like that, but it's higher and higher. You're the and coach that's over there riding in, and you're shooting guards, moms DM. Yeah, <laughs> no, but. Uh, but like, what I'm getting at, <laughs> no, it's the other way around. They're hitting me up. They want little Johnny to get more playing time. <laughs> but, but seriously, what I'm saying is, you know, I see it firsthand. And people, it's like, hey, moms, dads, don't think I. I'm just gonna say it. Don't I ain't calling out names, but hey, don't think I don't see or know what's going on because I'm around your kids a lot. And who's picking them up for rides? You're sitting home, like acting like they need a ride. And I show up to your house and here you all sitting in your living room. You know, they'll take advantage of coaches. And it's it's all the time. I'm picking up three, four kids. And uh, I mean, I can really get into it. And I know, you know, I know everybody's business. And it's just, you know, you don't come to the games or you don't come to the practices yet. Then you're wondering why your kid ain't playing. I mean, I, I'm getting into sport, but and it's it's sad because I know so much, and that's why I, I could talk about this, even though I'm not divorced or separated. But you know, and they are. It's like co-parent together, and there are some like I'll I'll talk about this. Like Shayla, you know Shayla Carey and Domino Johnson. Like that's two a prime example of two parents that they have raised three great kids, and shout they co. That's what's up. Yeah, and I'll say they co-parent great together, and they have three respectful young men, great kids, and JoJo is a like he is yes sir, no sir, yes so you know no ma'am, and great kids and i give a shout out to them for the way they've raised their sons so work together all i'm gonna say is work together parents because those two are a great example of co-parenting so those first ones that come to mind that's what i got guys on that unless you want to add to it Zeb's just like, I don't have nothing else. I got to go watch these kids out on Gibbon Street. I, I don't have too much experience <laughs> with that because 
I'm lucky enough that me and the mother of my kids were married and still together. So, yeah, I don't I don't have any experience with that. Well, it's not like we have experience, but we witness and you know what I mean? I'll, I'll say this, though. If, if I would have had kids like when I was in my early 20s, I wouldn't have been a good father. Like I, I, yeah. a lot of people have kids and they're not really ready for it. I'm, I'm actually thankful I had my kids so late because I know I would have yeah. lost them when I was young. Yeah, because we we matured later on, like you late twenties. Through life, and yeah. it took me longer to get to that point where I could be a parent than a lot of people. Mm. Everybody oh, yeah. has their own time. That's the thing, and people get caught up in thinking that you're supposed to have kids and be married in your early to mid twenties and do this and that. But everybody has their own time and own path to do something. So you can't really compare it to other people. And yeah, Tony, you're right. We can all speak off of things we know of other people, but what they say about the best business is your own business. So we might know about it and experiences, but everybody mm-hmm. has their own life and what's going on. We can bring things up, but we never can call people out, especially because we're all far from perfect ourselves. Not that we might cheat or do this and that, but we're we're definitely flawed in a lot of things. So yeah. we, we can't speak on other people like that as far as this subject is concerned, but it's definitely as a grown man, as we're all in our 40s now, you can... You can see why we all agree that doing it is just wrong and we and we shouldn't do it and shouldn't stand for it or condone it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like I say, I'm not going to judge anybody on anything because they say you don't know what's happening in their relationship personally or anything. Oh, yeah. people, There's a lot of people know, that the ones that listen to this show, some people are going to be like, man, what the fuck they talking about? <laughs> They ain't gonna want to hear it, but it, we just yeah. keep it real the way we feel. Like, that's it. It's like, fuck, it's like but, fuck y'all. I'm gonna, I'm gonna screw what I want. I don't care. <laughs> hey, I, I was hey, like, how to live their life. Hey, it's like, hey, it, hey, it's your business, but you know, so like, you know, a woman could be getting abused or the man's not getting the attention he wants. Because most of what do they say? Like, a lot of times the woman ain't getting attention, the man's just an asshole, so they want attention. It's just certain things why people cheat. Uh, People people tell me, like, there'll there'll be some girl that likes me or something, and people think I'm crazy because I don't get talk to her. I ain't losing my wife and kids. I'm sorry. Yeah, Yeah, that that just ain't going to happen. Like, you'll never see me do that. I will never do that. I'll say it on here. I'll put myself out there on a limb. I ain't doing it. I'm done. That's it. There you go, Zoe. And that's how you should be. You told somebody, yes, you do, and got married and had kids with them. So I think that's how you should be. Just say it's it's all the same. Just say it's all the same. That's it. Tits or tits. You seen one, you seen them all. That's what my daddy told me. There's just different sizes. That's it. They always- <laughs> As y'all can see, ladies and gentlemen, Tony grew up in the Howard Stern era. That's hey, it. I, I want to get your dad on here as a guest to talk more about that, a little more in depth. Oh, Lord. You think I'm dirty minded? Oh, my God. <laughs> you already know. We might have to put it on an X rated station, get him on here. Chris, it'd be like Howard Stern. We get that man on here. We It would definitely be X rated. No kids under 12. Shoot, I'll just say 16, not listen to that episode. <laughs> but yeah, oh my Lord. Jeez. 
But all right, fellas. I I think we uh did pretty good on that. We we nailed it on the head on that stuff. You guys got any major announcements or anything? Uh Wink City news or events yeah, one coming month away. Up? One one month away, not even from the new bloom, baby. Finally back in full effect. I, I don't oh. know about y'all, but I'd be excited for it, man, just because it's one time I know I can come home and I'm going to see a lot of people that we grew up with just out and about, man, and I, and I enjoy it. Let the hey, fans know across the world who's in Apple Blossom right now who they announced. That's um, my, boy, my boy Quay Kennerly, baby, he's got this gig, man, and everybody should come out and support him. I believe it's going to be Friday night, man, and at, at Shenandoah, I'll, I'll find out more details in a second, but yeah, got to Got to support Quay Hanley in Winchester's own, but he's been in L.A. for over 15 years, man. So that's that's big time to see him being able to get a part in Apple Blossom. Yeah, VA, baby. And then, hey, what, that's the local Dr. star. J. Dr. J is said? coming. Dr. J is coming. Julius Irvin. That's right. Yes. Yeah, I remember I got Dr. Dre, nothing but a G thing single in 1992 and I brought it home to the Evans home and this guy was like, this older kid, he was like, what'd you get? And I was like, Dr. Dre. He was like, oh, he raps. I'm like, you don't know who Dr. Dre is? <laughs> and he was talking about Dr. J. So when I showed him, he's like, oh, that ain't him. And I had, I wasn't really all in tune with Dr. J as much as, as he was because he was a lot older. I just knew he was a good ball player. He was like, Dr. J raps? I'm like, what? But I'm excited to see him at Apple Blossom. I can't lie. I got a ticket to go to the breakfast, man. And I did three book reports on him in high school. One of them in Mr. Francis' English class. I remember, man, I got a chance to write. It was three times I wrote about Dr. J. So I can tell you a whole lot about him, man. He's like one of the biggest legends ever in the, in the league. He's the reason that there's no ABA because they was they needed him to be a part of the NBA. Um, yep. He went You're to right. UMass, and he's amazing. He got a lot of, a lot of good things about him. So. I'm excited to see him down there. I know y'all are and excited. I, Zeb, you kind of look like Dean Kane, and Dean Kane's going to be in it. <laughs> <laughs> He's already been no. in it. What, wasn't he in it like 10 years ago? I think we've already had him once. I don't know really? who all you've had, but it don't mean people can't come back. That's uh, Slater, right? Slater. No, that that's one not TV? Slater. You sure? No, no. Slater's Mario Lopez. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah. Okay. You way yeah, off. But he's been in it. But yeah, I don't know. I don't think he's in it this year. No. Your boy Bradshaw is actually the Grand Marshal. No, no, no. That's Dr. Or yeah, he yeah. Uh, Dr. Dr. J, J is the sports the marshal. Yeah, Terry Bradshaw is the Grand Marshal. And then Dean Kane is the Grand Marshal of the Fireman's Parade, but he'll still be in the Grand Feature Parade. Yeah. Yeah, I'm the midway sure. back on the Old Town Mall and down there on Piccadilly and shit, it'll be back. So that's cool. The kids will have their carnival out there at Ward's Plaza. I'm pretty yep. sure the big yep. top will be back over there where the mall is. <laughs> <laughs> they bringing back the elephants. Uh, I don't know what all they do in the circus no more. I know they've gotten rid of a lot of animals because they the animal cruelty cruelty people was like, yeah, you can't be doing that. Yeah, I think one year they had nothing. I think they just had dogs and cats. That was it. Oh, and they're they were hitting the elephants with two by fours like Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Bam. I shouldn't laugh, but you you broke out the hacks on Jim Duggan. Like, oh, (laughs) they were (laughs) wailing a lot of them. Oh, my God. 
how they lost those animals. You can't do that. And elephants an endangered species to begin with. So oh yeah, if you're, if you're beating them with sticks and stuff, you can't do that. Oh yeah, yeah. I used to love being able to see the elephants. Not at just at the circus. They used to have them in the parade and shit. The elephants used to come down the street and all that. Dude, I remember one year they charged the audience. One year, one of them. Oh, that's and probably they, they saw Woody on the sideline. <laughs> right, they saw my bald head. <laughs> well, I don't know if you had a bald head back in them days. Yeah, I had I had a full head hair back then. Yep. But all right, guys. I mean, that's all I got for this episode. I don't know how many so people will be there for a couple reasons. One, there's still a lot of people that's afraid of the so-called pandemic and wearing masks and social distancing. And two, a lot of people come from out of town. And uh, would y'all say the gas prices are down? Uh, like five dollars a gallon. Yeah, like four fifty, something like that. <laughs> it is four fifty nine today. Yeah, it's crazy. That's what's up, it's man. Ridiculous. You guys have fun with that. I'm gonna continue to get on the train. $33 a week, anywhere you want to go. Hmm. We need a train system down here. I'm going to start riding the Winchester Transit system. That's what I'm going to do. Ride a bike. Well, you can ride a bike because you can get anywhere around that in that town in like 10, 15 minutes on a bike. Oh, yeah. Yep. Exactly right. That's why walking to me is nothing, man, because down there, everything's real close and people don't be believing it. I'm like, yeah, I go to the store real quick. They be like, man, the store we're like three, four blocks away. I'm like, all right, we need, yeah, you need to the- ride. I'm like, I don't need no ride. It's right down the street. But people, you know, but not just in Virginia, but anywhere outside of a place where you have access to public transportation all the time, they be like, oh man, you got to drive. Well, I don't have to pay four fifty nine no gallon. I know that. I walk. Jeez, mm. Zed, what the hell are you doing? You got to zoom in on our face. <laughs> Well, he, he's upset. You didn't talk about like his favorite teachers and stuff growing up, and I know he's thinking about Mr. Juan right now. Well, we'll talk about that next episode. We'll hit it's, on that. Our okay. favorite teachers. Experiment. Uh, all that. We'll, we'll get on that. Zeb just got to come up with topics, man. Stop chasing around them kids. <laughs> we'll do the teachers. That's a good topic. Yep. I already know mine, but I'm just not going to say right now. I got to save it. I've had a lot of teachers, so they probably be like, oh, he forgot about me. Well, it's just a lot of teachers. But the one that always comes to mind, Miss Anderson, Miss Anderson, and Miss Anderson. And I know she's very well loved and liked, but she was she was well, great. Episode over. There we go. You already said it. Episode I, over. I had in sixth grade, like you didn't get all the teachers <laughs> in sixth grade. Jeez. So the rest of them, I didn't even get. Mm. All right, guys, I got to cut you off. Y'all start rambling, man. We, we got to end it. Y'all just start rambling, start talking about other shit. Hey, See, let's you do are, transportation for one, too, because, Chris, you, you get to ride a subway all the time. You don't even have a car. Like, in no, Winchester, it would be so hard to not have a car. The subway to West 9th Street and then catch the um, – the PATH train, which is another kind of, it's a subway, it's the same shit, but it only goes to New Jersey. That's it. And only like real close to New Jersey. The furthest it goes is North New Jersey, which is like 30 minutes away. Mm-hmm. 
But it's a big ass city. That's where Naughty by Nature and Red Man and all of them's from. Queen Latifah, Shaq. Nice. Yeah, Jersey City's right across the water, man. I thought it should have been the fifth borough instead of Staten Island, but it's right and it's right next door to where I'm going to work tonight, which is um Hoboken. And yeah, man, they got their team. Jersey City does. They got their team in the Elite Eight. That's the first team ever ranked number 15 in the March Madness, and they all all the way to the Elite Eight already. Go so big St. Peter's. To them, man. Yeah, St. Peter's. That's dope. Shaheen Holloway, I saw him play in 97 at, at Seton Hall, man. He's a beast. He'll probably end up going somewhere else because a lot of people will want him. But hopefully they can continue to go on, make it to the Final Four. We're, yeah. we're trying to get the Nets back. The Garden State, we're trying to get the Nets out of Brooklyn. No, that ain't, ain't going to happen. Good luck. Bring them back. That ain't going to happen. <laughs> they might win the championship this year. Now Kyrie can play all the time, too, because Yankees got baseball, got baseball money, and they got the mayor to turn that, that vaccine thing. Whatever they did to it, they was like, well, you can't even tell your own players they can't play. Mm-hmm. That's all they did. They reversed something. So they overrode. But the Brooklyn Nets, New York stopped doing it. You no longer had to be vaccinated to do anything or show proof, wear a mask. But the Nets was like, no, our employees have to. So we don't care if Kyrie plays for the NBA. When he's in Brooklyn or New York City in, in the Garden, you can't play. Well, last week they reversed it. Now Kyrie can play every game, which ironically the playoffs are just about to start in two weeks. But what really happened is baseball is starting. Baseball had an agreement. They starting now. They're in the preseason. The real season starting very soon. Yankees got Trump, Trump money, not like not the president do, but you know what I mean. They got super big money, and they was like, "Look, we got players unvaccinated. We ain't, they ain't sitting out." Yeah. So whatever they did, they worked it out with the mayor, and now mm-hmm. everybody can play. Yeah. But right. it should be like that anyway. Like you can't now. At least Kyrie wrote it out when people was trying to get on him. He wrote it out, and now he don't have to do it. So he got away with never having to get the vaccine. And guess what? People that get the vaccine or wear the mask can still catch the virus and spread it. So nobody should be like, yo, Kyrie should have got it. Or he, wah, da, 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 da. Who cares? If anybody else can go to the to the uh, basketball arenas and they're not vaccinated and play, but Kyrie can't play in his own gym, that don't make sense. Yeah. Well, it's always the way it owns state laws or whatever. But. No, it wasn't even a state law. It, the, the, the city lifted all the mandates. Well, uh, yeah. Brooks was like, well, we – run Brooklyn Nets, which is true. Well, whatever just happened, they got forced to be like, well, you can't tell them no anymore. Oh, so it was the organization itself. Yeah. Yeah. Brooklyn, that, yeah. Because yeah, sure. uh, yeah, the Knicks and because the, there was all the other NBA teams. They didn't have all like that, except for in San Francisco and L.A. They, they also ended up doing it. But the only place they can't play now, Kyrie can't play because nobody can if you're not vaccinated is in Canada because you're not even allowed to go over there. Yeah. But I give them props because they've stuck to their guns from the beginning. Like, if you're not vaxxed or whatever, you can't come in. Mm-hmm. Yep. No. Well, I think the Nets are going to take it. They they should because they got a lot of That's talent. That's my pick. If Curry's healthy, that'll be big time for him. Steph's, Steph's brother, obviously. But KD and Kyrie, KD's the best player in the world when he's healthy. And Kyrie's a beast. So it'll be tough to see. The yep. Bucks are still there, and they're the champs. Philly and Embiid and Harden, that's going to be tough. I think my Knicks proved that Miami ain't going to be too tough after last night. Our young boys went down there to South Beach and put the work on them. 
They was up by yeah. 17 in the, in the fourth quarter, and all them young guns got in there and turned up, baby. It was a fun sight to see. I know we ain't that good, but our young boys put it on them, Jimmy Butler's and whoever they got. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but the East, the East is loaded. Boston is on their way. Boston with Tatum and them is moving. They were below us early in the season, and they've already crept all the way up to fourth. Yeah. All right, Chris, we'll end this, man. You're going to keep rambling and rambling. <laughs> if y'all ain't trying to talk, that's what the episodes are about. That's why we said you're supposed to record when you ain't worried about it, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, 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 understand. I like it. I understand. I understand. I, no, I like you know, I don't think you really with that kind of stuff. He couldn't have no, a I, show called Unscripted. <laughs> yeah, no, dude. No, I couldn't. I couldn't, I guess. I know you're I too old for your own good, man. You look you look like uh Mr. Rayburn's sidekick. Yeah. <laughs> I look like his son. Yeah, you guys <laughs> gotta get over there to the field, man, and start getting them kids gonna... pads. <laughs> <laughs> he don't know how to hey, he don't know how to coach, and I'm calling it exactly how it is. I'll hey, I'll call some people out. Now y'all need to get coach. over there and hit the pads, man. He's too old school. I'll call it how it is. That's why he coached for, what, 20 years and they couldn't uh, win a state championship. All the fucking talent you got at Hanley and y'all can't win. There you go. I'll call it how it is. You don't like it? Fuck it. Hire some real coaches like me. Maybe you'll win. I don't think that's going to get you the job. Well, it might not. I'll just go somewhere Ah. else. (laughs) Job, man. Hey, Chris. This is what will happen. I'll prove I'm a winner. And like every school like Martinsburg, I'll get the kids to come to me. That's what you do. You talk about, hey, come to my program because we hitting on something. There you go. I'm in in talks to try to start something called WHS. Hey. Hey, don't don't talk about it because people are listening to us. They just ain't letting us know. They they taking our ideas. I already know the episode's cut off already, but guess what? We're gonna start with Chester. No, it's hey, no, no, it's not. I'm still recording, baby. I mean, you can record, but it don't even matter. You wasn't interested to in keep talking, baby. You said we the ramblers, like we over there on the uh, carnival. <laughs> I don't want to talk. I'm tired. Well, then now you're whining. No, I'm t- <laughs> and, and if you're too tired to even do something that you're supposed to be passionate about, you can't get on Quincy. <laughs> Tell them, Zeb, you can't get on Quincy if, if you're too tired. And you ain't yeah. even out there, like, running around. They got to run around. I told you, Zeb take Rayburn just, and them over there. Go hit the pads. Zeb, Zeb's listening like a fan. Yeah, I'm listening to everything y'all are saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You ran him off. I didn't run him off. Yeah, you're being that looking- 97 bully, man. He he was sitting there. Bullies. He was sitting yeah, there looking at there, us. Look, he a, about to go have dinner with Joe Nelson. He said he was sitting there <laughs> looking at us with a magnifying glass. Like, and I got a big ass head. Like he needs to look up in <laughs> on my head like that. <laughs> Jeez. Oh. Uh. But all right, fellas. Hey, we'll get up off of here. Chris got to go. Wash his drawers before he goes to work. Goes to Stickies. Shout out to Stickies. I already washed my clothes. What's your all's new sauce you got? 
because you was bitching about the names of the sauces. We'll talk about that. We ain't got that no. You said that it shouldn't be called Caribbean or what? Caribbean teriyaki sauce? No, we got one called Caribbean. <laughs> no, there's, we shouldn't have a sauce called hot Asian barbecue. Oh, there it is. We'll, we'll get on that topic too. Because you said yeah, there's I've no told American? I've told people that in my company. That's just how I feel. I don't, we don't have, I get it, but we don't have a hot, African barbecue and we don't have a hot American barbecue. We just got hot Asian barbecue. Why, why is it hot Asian? Yeah, tell them. Asia is a continent. Like Jap Japan and China, they're in Asia, but they don't even speak the same language. It's different. Yeah, I know. One speaks Japanese and one speaks Chinese and one speaks ta Taiwanese and you know what I mean? One speaks Tagalog. They speak a whole different bunch of languages. Korean, all kinds of stuff. But yeah, they are they are Asians. I just don't agree with we shouldn't have a sauce called no hot Asian barbecue. Yeah. It could just be called hot barbecue. To me, that's like pointing <laughs> out, but like, oh my friend, my friend is Asian. So I'll be like, yo, my friend, my Asian friend Eric. Instead of just being like, yo, my friend Eric. Who cares <laughs> that he's Asian? He's Eric. All right, it's hot barbecue. <laughs> that's it. So just so just call everything hot sauce. That's it. No, one brand you have, is called you hot have sauce. different kinds of hot sauce. You just don't have one that says hot Asian barbecue, or you know they don't have one. That's that what says I'm saying. Argent they don't. They don't have one that says cold Argentinian um, hot sauce or something. You know what I mean? I get it if it's from a place that's different, but our shit is definitely not from China or or. Asia, where it's actually called Asia, so all of Asia, which could have been Korea or um, any of the other places out there. Mm -hmm. Yep. People are like, oh, you're looking too I far into you. it. I'm like, no, nah, that's how it should be. Why is it called hot Asia? And I'm not Asian. You know what I mean? I just don't agree with it. <laughs> you never know. You might be. You might I mean, have we're all Asian the same. We're all the yep. same. Yeah, but uh, people—that's uh, something we can get into too on a another show deep into. Yeah, it's different. I have Texas Pete or any of those other kinds. That's just somebody owns it. It's fine. That's a that's a brand. Texas Pete is good hot sauce, but Sriracha good hot sauce. But it's not saying the name of a land of people. But it's yeah. a state. It's not a state. Texas. Why does it got to have Texas on it? It comes from Texas. And Pete's from Texas. I'm just playing devil's advocate here. I mean, you said, you said, why does it have Asian on it? So that says Texas. Hey, I'm coming up with a There's no place that you can go to that you're in the place and you'll be like, I'm in Asian. You're never going to be in Asian. You can be in Asia. You know what I mean? So you can be in Texas, yeah. but it's different. He's a Texan. Hey. <laughs> I'm going to start playing devil's advocate from now on. I still got a counter counterpart to it because you're, you're, you're always, you can go to Texas, <laughs> but you can't go to Texan. And you can go to Asia, but you can't go to Asian. Where you got that hot barbecue All sauce? Right. Over there in Asian? <laughs> <laughs> 
I get it. All right. It's not Haitian hot barbecue so. sauce. All right. It's not Haitian hot barbecue, and you can't go get it in Haitian. You can get it in Haiti. Mm. <laughs> yeah. No. Okay. I'm trying to think of something, but I can't think of nothing right now to to stump you. But I can't nobody, right now. Nobody on our on our culinary department is Asian. I don't think now anybody. Now that you say that. Yeah, we don't have anybody that's by Asian really in any of our opera departments. Yeah. We got to change that now. Well, I'm not Asian, so I can't change it. I hire people if they're <laughs> Asian. I don't care what they are. But just imagine yeah. how they feel when they get there and they'll be like, oh, this is a hot Asian barbecue. And they're from Asia. <laughs> they'll be like, really? Why is it, why is it a hot Asian barbecue? <laughs> <laughs> They could be like, Where, where's your hot, where's your hot American or or your spicy American sunny mustard? <laughs> oh shit! You know where you get Jamaican jerk at a Jamaican restaurant? Yeah. Well, we're not we're not an Asian restaurant, but I'm sure you can get it at, at a lot of other places too. No, they ain't got no sure high Asian barbecue. They probably no, have some about, spicy, there's some shit called spicy barbecue or something. I'm talking about like Jamaican chicken and all that. I'm sure they just don't sell it there. They probably distribute it to make more money. Yeah, because that's what they did. So if we would have got that hot sauce from Asia, then I, I wouldn't have no issues with it. Yeah, but it's probably produced. You know, but from, it did, but it didn't company. come from them. So that's my whole point. It didn't come from them. Jerk, well, jerk, jerk came yeah, Jamaican jerk. It, it came from Jamaicans. Some of it probably doesn't. Not now, you know, but lot, it, it, it originates the origination of it though. Mm-hmm. Its origins. It, it's a stolen recipe. No, I've never heard of hot Asian barbecue anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I honestly neither have I. So, but all right, guys. I guess we'll wrap this up and we'll talk about more hot Asian barbecue sauce on the next one. Yeah, with Woody and Vern. (laughs) I'm gonna get that part in White Men Can't Jump. Well, there's the whole movie's classic, so in that in that remake. Cause I look more like Woody Harrelson than the dude they got. What's his name? Who'd they get? I can't remember right now. In what movie? In the remake. They're doing a white man. Oh, I'm joke. not going to watch it. I, I, I never heard about it. Well, I'm just saying that the guy they got to play the part, but he's anyway, a he's a rapper. Yeah. Some new rapper, hip hop artist. but, uh, all right, guys. It was fun. It was real. And we'll be back on next week. And uh, everybody, you can hit us up at brotherswithopinion at gmail.com and also Facebook. So message us, everybody, and let us know what you think of the show, negative, positive. And, guys, have a good week.
Chris at Foot at Work, and we'll see everybody next week. We the new activists, yeah. Brothers with opinion, let the convo begin. You know communication key, but then you must comprehend. Preach, BWO, let your voices be heard. We enlightened by the truth, and now we spreading the word. How do we learn to live when we condition to die? Most people fail before they start because they don't ever try. Man, they told us we was worthless, we believed in the lie. We took it way too literal when big said ready to die. You know the KKK. Trayvon, Mike Brown, man, another mother's cry. Hey, BWO, let's.